Blog Talk Radio. Number two, collect the roaches. 
Number three, stand away from the house. Number four, wash your hands and mouth when you come back inside. And remember, everyone does not want to get high with you. So don't take it personal. Some people may be on parole. Some may be interviewing for jobs where drug testing is required. And some may be in AA and they just can't get high with you. Maybe they just don't like the smell of weed. Did you think of that? So remember, if you sit in the car and smoke weed and come back in the house and sit on their nice upholstered furniture, that smell will remain in their sofa for quite a while. And they may not like that. Weed is not a cologne or a perfume. Everyone doesn't want to smell it. So make sure you use weed etiquette when you do your thing. This has been a public service announcement for weed etiquette, and we thank you for your time. Hey, 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 Father, pass me the joint, man. What you doing? I'm waiting for the teacher. Students, settle down. Settle down. Hey, hey, hey. Pass students. Okay, share, share with the teacher. Share with the teacher. shows the GOP Senate acts like a cult. On Thursday, Trump stood in front of a microphone gloating about his impeachment acquittal and showering his biggest advocates with praise. After entering the White House East Room to uh, tune of Hail to the Chief, he called Senator Chuck 
what's his name, Grassley, excuse me, of Iowa, incredible guy, told Senator Mark Braun of Indiana he did a great job. Mm-hmm. And he led a um, standing ovation for Senator Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. I don't know why. Kentucky. <laughs> Trump had um, good reason to dole out the backslaps since um, he was charged in December with pursuing, you know, Ukraine to help sabotage his political rivals and blocking the House's attempt to investigate the issues. Republican senators have railed um, around him like a fortress wall. His wall, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's the Republicans, his wall. Yeah. Um, they blocked witnesses from testifying at the trial and used lies, conspiracy theories, and acrobatic logic to try and prove his innocence. Um, of course, Sen- Senator Mitt Romney of Utah, he's a Republican. He was the only Republican in the Senate to vote for Trump's impeachment. Hmm. He has been screwed. Um by the president and some members of the GOP party over the past few days. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah, they mad at him now. Mm-hmm. And while his behavior might seem dirty in politics as usual, they got psychologists and professors say the extreme limps Republicans took to defend Trump resembles a more sinister phenomenon, the mentally of occult members. Mm-hmm. I mean, but didn't we all say that before? Oh, sure, mm-hmm. sure. That's what Mitt Romney said. I don't want a piece of that because he said, I, I'm a religious man and I can't <laughs> yeah. I can't do what y'all doing. Not going to be in a cult. Mm-mm, because y'all know y'all wrong. So Mitt Romney said, mm. And then, you know, Donald Trump had the nerve to talk about his faith. I mean, there ain't nobody but the damn devil. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about that. He is just nothing but the devil. So... Yeah. I cannot disagree with you. Yeah, I mean, he's standing up there, and he can't stand the Washington Post, but he got the Washington Post paper in his hand. Yeah, with the headline yes. showing he was acquitted. Give me a free Like, all that smack you talked about, Bezos and the Post, mm-hmm. now you want to want to celebrate the Post because of what they printed. He can't stand Bezos because he's making so much more money. Than exactly. That's why. What you say, Papa Didi, about whoever has the most toys wins? Mm-hmm. I think Bezos got the most toys. <laughs> I think so. He's doing pretty good. He sure is. But see, he's not going to attack um, the Bill Gates and um, what's the other guy, the Geico man? What's his name, Papa? Buffett? Warren Buffett? Buffett. Yeah. He, he's not going to touch them. No, he better not open his mouth and call Ooh. them anything. He's not going to touch them. You better not call them anything but sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you better say about that. That's right. What what you think about your your president, Bob? I tell you, it was uh, that last press conference he gave. That was a mess. A while ago. I mean, what was it? uh, That was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it was an hour and a half, and and, and what got me is that the networks ran it as national news on all the channels. And he said they're praising everybody one by one. And they're all standing up gluten and mm-hmm. the guy he claimed it doesn't wear a, a jacket, Jordan. Mm-hmm. And just all of them. And, it, it, you know, it seemed like the reason why they behave the way they do is to get that compliment right, from the, right. the Supreme Being Chief. Yep. That's it's, nothing, it's nothing but a, a, a Klan rally, in right. my opinion. It yeah, really that's, is. that's what coach That's all it is. Because yeah. when I was watching it, I saw one black face. Guess what a black face was? All the way in the back because they were reporters. 
Oh, I was going to say, it couldn't have been one of the nope. the ass kissers in nope. tow. After a while, she was gone. Guess she said, I ain't covering this shit. <laughs> I think that, in my opinion, I think that when it comes to a right ring organization, I don't think they would, I don't think they would call themselves the Klan. I don't think they would stoop down to an old-fashioned stupid name like that. I, don't, I think they're nameless. But I do think that Trump is a high-rank-and-file member of it. I agree. Believe me. And and now he's just doing it because they slipped up a couple of times when the guy said, we got you in office. Right. When they got to battling and arguing mm-hmm. about all that uh, right ring stuff when he said, we got you in office. So you, what do you want to do? You want to keep – because they, they need it out. And, mm-hmm. and he's their out, and it's just uh, – it's a mess right now. And I think the Democrats got a lot of work to do when it comes to getting up in <laughs> there. Never lie. And changing up some stuff because if they let this, if this joke goes another four years, it's gonna be a huge problem trying to trying to fix this world back because it's gonna be it's gonna plummet to to all time lose. So I think we're gonna have folks going to other countries because I I might move to Canada. <laughs> you know the whole situation has gotten so far out of control. I did watch some of his. I guess you call it a victory lap. Mm-hmm. All of that, that's all I can call it is a victory lap. <laughs> all of that celebrating and congratulating and thanking this one and that one who stood up for him and just the crazy stuff off the top of his head that he was saying, you know, because that's when he's unscripted. When he talks a bunch of crazy stuff, you know he's unscripted. And just it just blew me that this stuff is being covered on virtually every channel. Every channel. And he's not making any sense. I couldn't believe this it. This is basically like the mutual ass kiss society. It was. Why is this on every channel? And all this he's doing is going because it's news. It wasn't news. That's the thing. It was they not new. They want to be the first to cover it or whatever. He named them I, name by name, and they sat back and got applauded. Yes. Standing ovation. He, I watched him recount the whole thing about Steve Scalise when yeah. he got shot on the baseball yeah. field and all. You look better now. Like, what? Yeah, talking about yeah. I mean, you you look much better now. And they call him. They think his shit is funny. I told you they think he's the entertainer in chief. You're supposed to be the commander in chief, not the entertainer in chief. He's, he's, he's an ignorant ass moron. Sorry. It's just embarrassing once again. Embarrassing. And Scalise, he stood up and everything, and you know, all of them up there skinning and grinning, mm-hmm. yeah, bowing and scraping. Jordan, all of them stood up like they, mm-hmm. like this is why we did it so we can get this little comp. I'm sure they're gonna have a party this weekend. Sure, I'm sure there'll be some. Like I sure. tell you before, the Republican Party, when they get together and party, is very discreet, very un. un- believe me, it's very. And it'll discreet. be funded illegally. Yeah, but it'll be it'll be a it'll be a hell of a party. Oh, I'm sure it will. Because it'll be undercover and, you know. It's almost like the Secret Society. <laughs> Secret Society Club. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Okay. We're going to keep moving. <laughs> what you got over there, Papa? All right. Over to you, Papa D. Wow. I thought I had a night off. <laughs> I hate that Trump is in the news so much this week. Yeah, you and me both. But, you know, we try to bring the hot topics, and unfortunately, he's in many of them, so. Well, I tell you what, this year is such a verification of that whole 
that whole racial thing, you're going to give a uh, Mel of Freedom to Rush Limbaugh. Now, I'm trying to figure out <laughs> a man who was an undercover uh, part of clan artist mm-hmm. that uh, had his own radio station that constantly put down black folks and minorities and everybody his whole life. Mm-hmm. Talk about people like a dog. If you ran some clips mm-hmm. of him, mm-hmm. you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that came out of this man's mouth, okay? Mm-hmm. But this man's going to put a Mel of Freedom right him like he like this man did something spectacular and I'm trying oh, to figure out are you the, you got the right guy <laughs> and, and those medals you put around people's neck what are they just laying in the, in the top drawer if you just give them out when you feel like it to who you feel like it I couldn't believe it, it was just it was crazy it's like uh, what's this is a night full of uh, uh, diversion movements and uh, different situations going on with the speaker of the house and, and everything um uh, President Donald Trump's decision to award the uh, presidential Medal of Freedom to controversial, controversial understatement, talk to host Russ Limbaugh, okay, a polarizing figure who was uh, insisted it was um, unfair to blame white Americans for slavery. He blamed gay marriages for the decline of Christianity and attempted to... um, Slut shame a woman seeking coverage for contraceptives and things of this nature. Uh, Trump announced Tuesday during the State of the Union address that uh, First Lady Melania Trump would uh, present the honor, the country high, the, the country's highest honor for a civilian. Yeah, Limbaugh. Limbaugh announced early this week that he is fighting advanced lung cancer. Okay, so what? Was the sympathy level a reason for you to award him a, a medal that's not even deserving of this man? He's not even unified to the whole world. He got his own white friends that he uh, caters but, to. But think about it. Um, President Trump, well, Trump, he's the head honcho, as we just said. And mm-hmm. Lynchbaum, Lynch whatever his name is, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's a communicator. Right. He's he's doing what Trump want him to do. Putting the word out, him and I miss. See, he did put some money into some various charities and whatnot. Who? Rush Limbaugh. Limbaugh. Mm -hmm. He did some charitable work. Mm -hmm. But my problem with it is that even though you did that, Mm -hmm. I look at, okay, you did something good. Put that in column A. Right. Now, look at all of the crap that you said Mm -hmm. and all the division you caused. Put that in column B. Right. How many things are end up in column B that cancel out column A? As far as I'm concerned, if you have more stuff in column B, yeah, column A gets negated. Nice. Yeah, that's just the way I look at it. Apparently, Trump doesn't see it that way. Nope. He's done the majority. That that column B is what he want to see. Exactly. In column A, oh, he probably said, okay, just drop a couple hundred thousand here and there and whatever, and, you know, you'll be fine. Good and I'm going to give, give you this model, this um this um medal. And yada yada. <laughs> so that's what he probably said. But he he seemed like he was su- more surprised than anything. Now I wonder was he really surprised or was he acting? No, he just seemed. Because I'm wondering why would he have been? I mean, I guess he could have been there, but why would he be there at the State of the Union? This happened at the State of the Union. Oh, I see. But here's a line right here. Now check out this line here. Mm-hmm. It says uh, Trump praised Limbaugh for all you have done for our nation, the millions <laughs> of people a day that you speak to and you inspire, 
Mm-hmm. Now, who, oh the fuck, who the fuck is Limbaum? He inspiring those knuckleheads that follow the same shiggity that Trump talks. That's what. So yeah. he's done his job, so that's why you're getting this medal. You're inspiring people to be divisive. And all know? the incredible work you've done for charity. But that second line gets me to say, for all the people, all the millions of people a day that you have inspired, inspired to do what? All that mm-hmm. white ring stuff? Yeah. All yep. that racist stuff you yep. give him a medal for. Yeah. So that was that. In all actuality, he was your communicator. Yeah. And now that he's got That's lung right. cancer, stage four, mm-hmm. and about to kick the damn bucket, you want to give him some praise publicly to to show that a uh, well, job well done, help him support there our you cause. Go. There you go. You so, said it. You said it. All right. So it. so the move uh, applauded for uh, from Republicans. It drew honorary on some Democrats and advocates uh, and marginalized groups and issues. So former Vice President Joe Biden condemned Trump in a statement for presenting the awards to Limbaugh and not Charles McGee, one of the last surviving Tuskegee Airmen. All he did was just honor him for being in attendance. Mm-hmm. Didn't That's put right. no medal around his neck. Right. And yeah. he's sitting right there. Mm. A Tuskegee Airman. He's not going to do it because he's black. <laughs> yeah. But you give a medal to Limbaugh. Well, he yeah. is because he, he's doing his dirty work. Yeah, he's that that dirty. just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. But, you know. And all of the crazy stuff that Limbaugh had said. You know, he talked a bunch of stuff about... Uh, everything. What was it? Yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. The NBA talking to calling people thugs and saying... Uh, all kind of he's stuff. jealous because he don't have any money. <laughs> I think he's jealous because he doesn't have athletic ability. Because those brothers in the NBA, mm-hmm. they they have muscles. They look good. They're talented. They got skill. All of which he does not have. Right. So he just. I mean, but it's, it's just. I think it's just white people in general. I think because mm-hmm. look at what happened with um. The commentator, what's his name? Howard Cosell. Mm-hmm. Calling folks monkeys and stuff. What kind of riggedy rack is that? But yeah. you see that lost in his job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to go to the line, pick up a caller. Uh oh. See what they got to say about it. Hello, caller. Welcome to hello, the pajama hello, party. Hello. hello, hello. Hey. Hey. Hey, go right ahead with your comment. Um, This is Joyce. Oh, hey, Joyce. How are you? Eric, this is fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just getting in from work. I'm glad I caught it because I kept the um, I kept the uh the card that was given to me at the um sports party. So I said, let me call. It's, it's only nine fifteen. I'm glad you guys are still on. But okay. you know what I have to say about but you know what I have to say? You know I'm gonna say what I have to say. I'm sorry, y'all. If I offend anybody, I apologize. But let me tell y'all something. We we gotta get it together. It's no you know what blows me about our people, about black people, is that it's not What's a surprise. That? They've been doing it it's they they've been acting crazy since the beginning of slavery. So why is it such a surprise that white people look strange? This is this is the part that I don't understand about our people, every time they do something, we react like, like, you know, like, like we so shocked that they do. That's their mentality. My my daughter taught me this a long time ago because her mentor is Caucasian. She said, Mom, 
don't don't go in that closet. She said, don't open that door. She said, white people don't think like we think. They don't they don't they act don't. like we act. So for them to do what they are doing, even in politics, is no surprise. They've been doing that since the beginning of slavery. Their mentality is totally different. They don't get it. It's like they're totally yeah. dumb. They understand what they're doing, but they don't care. That's just them. They think they're privileged. Oh, they think they right. don't understand. I've been I've been dealing with so much stuff going around me since this dude's been in office. Like I like literally watching people how their reaction is as opposed to when Obama was president. It's like they just think that they got it like that all of a sudden. Like, yeah, we yeah, y'all know like stay in your lane. Like basically don't don't come it's just ridiculous. Let me let me just give y'all a quick story about what happened yesterday with me at work. It's this young lady, she's from Ethiopia, right? And our both uh-huh. our managers, our supervisor, our supervisor is Caucasian. I don't care. My supervisor is Caucasian. My manager is Caucasian. One of the ladies that do the hiring is Caucasian. There's only one black girl that's a manager that works with the white girl that's Caucasian. I'm two managers, but the white the black girl she's like an Uncle Tom. She's like a straight up uh-huh. Uncle Tom. Like I wouldn't even go to her for a piece of toilet paper because I already know what her mindset is. So this okay. Ethiopian, okay. this Ethiopian young, this Ethiopian young lady, they're supposed to be hiring her. She can't speak English real good, but she's a hard worker. Like she can clean. She's very, she's disciplined. She knows she's a hard worker. Don't complain. Always smiling. Yesterday I right. go to work and I went over to her and I said, "Do you need some help?" Because she was cleaning the drains. The drain. This is a supermarket we're talking about. A corporate business. They had her cleaning the drains where all the nasty food goes and everything. So I felt so sorry for her because me being me and being black American, I don't do the African American thing. I'm black American. You ain't going to exclude me from this country by telling me I'm African. I already know where my descendants from. I'm a black born in America. That's me. But anyway, all right. So I said to her, okay. I, I said to her, I said, do you need my help? She said, no, it's okay, it's okay. I said, I'll help you because I felt sorry for her. No, she goes right. My soul, my soul felt for her as a woman, and my soul felt for her as a black woman. I touched her. All I did was hug her, and tears fell out her eyes like like water, like you turned on a faucet. And she said, I don't wow. know what's going on. She said, they, they hired me for one thing. They told me that I was going to be doing what she wanted to do, what I was doing, like helping customers and being customer service. They had her cleaning up the floor, mopping the floor. They put her in the, the back. That's down. Okay. Yeah, they put her in the, in the back instead of being in the front. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah they turned exactly. her into a servant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. But this is the thing, sister. Right. They had her doing work. When you have a corporate business, you already have maintenance in place. You paying them mm-hmm. $20, $13, $13 to $20 an hour to do all the pipe work, all the water work, whatever needs to be right. done maintenance-wise. Right. Why do you have a right. regular produce girl? Produce girl, girl on her knees cleaning out a drain. That's not her job. But because right. she don't speak English and she don't understand, and they probably know yeah. her background, they're using her for for cheap labor. Right, I got it. They take advantage. Yeah, they she are. Got, yeah. And she she needs yeah, to do something to change that. Right. But she's probably exactly. doing it because she needs a job. But yeah. you, don't, you, don't, right. exactly. you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to belittle yourself or, or whatever to that degree. I mean, what you did, you but know, that was a great thing is, because he understands but, them. But this is the thing about it in this country. 
when it comes to when it comes to black Americans, we already know that. We we arrived already. We like, no, we ain't picking cotton for no fifteen cents. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like our right, ancestors right. did. No, we ain't doing that no more. We know better. But you got foreigners coming from other countries and they don't have much where they're at. So when they come here they're trying to get they know their status. So Oh sure, like, they're I trying to do better. Exactly. And then you got people right. like them, other people that takes advantage of them because they can't take advantage of us. Right. They I can't guess. do it to black America. They can't do it to black right. America no more. So because no, so, most so, of us so, won't stand for it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if we do our history and we do our homework, we already know what our we already know what we, where we come from. We know our backbone is very strong in right. this country. Why they can't right. accept us as black Americans in this country? Because we're too smart for them. We weren't meant to come there to this go. country and, 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 and get to where we're at now. We're at a level right. where we're corporate ourselves, but they don't want to accept us. They White I people agree. will never accept black Americans in this country as their equal. Right. That's yeah. the whole problem. You've got a good so point. They're not going to, and if we learn how to look at that, we need to be, uh, this is my thing, and I'm going to leave it alone. We need to stop worrying about what they're doing and start building and on something. our own yeah. self. There you go. Build our All right, own you're community. Okay. All right. Build Thank you for right about it. Right. Our there own you go. Schools, our own community. Mm-hmm. One, thing that I, one, thing that, one thing that touched me today when I was at work, because it's been real heavy in my mind about what's going on with racism in this country so deep. Martin Luther King said this one thing. He said, I may not get to the promised land with you, but he he was saying the same thing that Moses said when Moses didn't go to the promised land with his people. He He said, I'm not perfect. Basically what he was saying was, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect by a long shot. I do believe in God, and I do believe in what God says. He said, but if I don't make it to heaven, or I may not get to the promised land, but he said, I'm going to fight to make sure everybody that, that, I, that I'm taking with me get there. I may not get All right. there. And this is, what, this is what we have to have as human beings. I may not be right. perfect. I may not get to where, you're, where I'm trying to take you, but I'm going to take you where you need to go. So he, he brought All us right. to a place where we're at right now. So who's going to pick up the torch and lead us even further? I agree. I agree. All right, All Carla. Right. Thank you. Yeah, you better say so. Well, thank you. All right, Miss Joy. Yeah. They're not here anymore. We don't have no Malcolm X's. We don't have no Martin Luther King. Well, we have, to, we have to start creating. These, these young folks have to get out there and do their thing. We have to start creating some. Right. But, um, yeah, we we got to yeah. raise up the next generation. There you go. So maybe that will be a ne- next so subject sad. that we it's have. So, it's so sad in this country now where you got, I'm looking at him. I couldn't even look at the TV yesterday when I was at the gym. I'm seeing a slew right. full of, a sea full of white people. I ain't see no black people. I ain't see no Indians. I ain't see no Africans in that group. All I saw was a slew of white people, and he's standing there gloating. I said, this clown, he don't even have a clue about what life is really about because he's too busy he trying really to don't. be who he is. To... He don't. Yep. So why do we keep feeding yep. into what? Who cares? Turn the TV off. Don't listen to him. Don't vote for right. him. Don't give, Let him they don't, give them, don't give him the power. Yeah. yeah. Don't feed him. Don't, don't feed it. The, and like, 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 like. Well, Papa Diddy had mentioned oh. it earlier that why did every network carry that? 
because it wasn't breaking news and it wasn't yes, no news. It wasn't news. news at all. Right, it wasn't. It wasn't like he was signing the bill or he was we were going to war or something like that. It was not breaking news, but we'll talk about that in in, in another conversation, but we're going to keep moving, yes. Carla, but thanks for calling. Appreciate you calling in. All right, Miss Joyce. Thank you. Keep listening. All, all right. right. Thank all you, right. Miss Joyce. Take care. It was. It opened up some folks' eyes tonight. I tell you. If you want to get in on the conversation, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1 to get in the queue. Um, Uh, Let's see. I want to talk about this Gail King situation, and then we can go to a break before we get to the hit it and quit it. All right. Um, I'm not going to go into the whole, well, I guess I have to, because this is crazy. Yeah. Um, So, Oprah. Well, what, what, who was interviewed? I mean, what was this? Well, this was a situation. Well, actually, I picked this one up off of NBC. Right. They were covering the situation. But who, they were talking to Oprah. So, uh, NBC, I'm not sure who exactly. They were talking to Oprah. Oprah got emotional when she was discussing how her best friend, journalist Gail King, had been receiving these death threats over her interview with WNBA star Lisa Leslie. Regarding Kobe Bryant's legacy, mm-hmm. so uh, Gail King had come under fire after a short clip on CBS This Morning interview showed Gail asking Lisa Leslie about uh, Kobe Bryant's 2003 sexual assault case. Mm-hmm. So the reference to the case was, of course, in the wake of Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter's death and seven other people on January 26th. And it pissed off a lot of people mm-hmm. because it was even brought up right. to talk about Kobe's death and then tied or connected in it or even mentioning mm-hmm. the sexual assault thing back in 2003. Right. So during a discussion on uh, today, actually, on NBC, Today with Hoda and Jenna, it touched on numerous topics, and Oprah briefly opened up about how Gail has been handling the criticism. So Oprah said that Gail is feeling like she was put in a terrible position because the interview had already run, and in the context of the interview, everybody seemed fine, including Lisa Leslie, Mm -hmm. as far as the actual interview. Right. Now, uh, the backlash didn't start until somebody at the network at CBS put up that clip and she said, I can see how people would obviously be upset mm-hmm. if you thought that Gail was just trying to press to get an answer from Lisa Leslie. Mm-hmm. So I think it might have been like the editing or whatever clip they put up right. while the interview was being played out on CBS This Morning. Mm-hmm. So in a video clip posted to CBS This Morning's Twitter account on Tuesday, Gail King asked Leslie, uh, as a woman and as a WNBA player, do you think Kobe's uh, legacy has been complicated by the rape charge? So that's what she was asking mm-hmm. Lisa Leslie. Mm-hmm. And Leslie, who, of course, is a longtime friend with Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. responded, it's not complicated at all for me. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we don't have to rehash the history of, you know, what Kobe was accused of and all of that. And that that took place in Colorado in 2003. Mm-hmm. So she's long paid for. I mean, yeah, I mean that's water under the bridge. Right. So during the interview, uh, 
uh, Gail asked Leslie some other questions about the case and raised the possibility that um, it might not be fair considering that he's no longer with us and that the whole thing had been resolved. Mm -hmm. So then she said, you know, is it really a part of his history, Kobe's history? Mm -hmm. So Leslie ended up saying that um, she thinks the media should just be respectful during this time, mm -hmm. and she just thinks it's something that um, should not be hanging over his legacy. Right. So it's that's what Lisa Leslie said. Nothing has been resolved. Yeah, it's been resolved. Right. But people on social media slammed Gail King and included other celebrities. Uh, the people who slammed her included people like Snoop Dogg, who just went off on Gail King. Mm -hmm. He posted uh, an expletive expletive laden video mm -hmm. on Instagram accusing Gail King of trying to tarnish uh, Kobe Bryant's reputation mm -hmm. and telling her to back off before we come get you. Ooh, That's what Snoop said. Snoop, oh, back what? off before we come get you. Mm. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not. So Gail King responded to the backlash in two videos on her Twitter account. Mm -hmm. She blamed CBS for posting only a small portion of the interview right. without providing the full context gotcha. of the conversation. And they do it. I mean, people do it, you know. Yeah. It's an editing. It's not her, her right. position, her job, whatever. She might have been talking to Lisa Leslie for like 30 minutes. Sure. But they only showed like right. a couple minutes on CBS this right. morning. Mm -hmm. So Gail says, I know that if I had only seen the clip that you saw, I would be extremely angry with me too. I am mortified. I'm embarrassed and I'm very angry. Unbeknownst to me, my network put up a clip from a very wide-ranging interview totally taken out of context. And when you see it in that way, it's very jarring. Right. And this was Gail talking. Mm -hmm. She went on to say that her conversation with Lisa Leslie, you know, they talked about Kobe's career, his sense of humor, how he was a mentor. Mm -hmm. Uh, how he was looking forward to the next chapter in his life, mm -hmm. etc. Now, a spokesperson for CBS acknowledged that the excerpt that the network posted online mm -hmm. did not reflect the nature and the tone right. of the complete interview. There you go. But that's not calming people down. Sure. People are just looking at that one clip and feeling like, why are you coming for Kobe? Why you you know? So why would you ask the question? Don't ask that question because it's it's, it's, it's not a content to me. Uh, she said That's, it was a wide ranging interview. Two thousand three. This is what twenty twenty, seventeen years ago. Give me a break. And to me, you know, as far as his his wife might have seen the interview and like, okay, that's over with. That's done. Crazy. Well. Well, yeah, that's just too much. I, I just feel like you know, you know, the network did say that they that Gail conducted a thoughtful, wide-ranging interview with Lisa Leslie about the legacy of Kobe, mm -hmm. and uh, we are addressing the internal process that led to this, mm -hmm. and changes have already been made. But so know, I don't know what changes they made, but they said changes. Right. Now that I think of it, a lot of times if you interviewing, I mean I know that's a different department. That's just editing, right? But sometimes the interviewer um, will go over the clip and see what you're posting. But then too, sometimes they may, you know, 
they're going to pull something that's going to draw people in. Right. That drew people in. And the in. network posted that clip sure. on their Twitter feed. Right, and they, so. and, and, and they got people drawn in. All righty. So, well, if you guys got any questions or comments when we're talking about, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1 to get in the queue. We're going to take a little CC break, and we're going to come back with the Hidden and Quitter Headlines on the Pajama Party Show. It's Friday night, and you're listening to The Pajama Party Show Live. Tune in every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. We push it to the limit every week like only we can. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, TV and movie reviews, commentaries, and the world's famous Kiss It List. And you don't want to be on the kissing list. So visit apajamaparty.com. Check out the cocktail of the week. Get your glass and get your laugh on with the Pajama Party crew doing what we do right here with you. Get up on this and push it. Push it real good. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One of your Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Oh, cheers, everybody. Bonsoir. <laughs> it's time for the Hit It and Quit It headlines. All right, y'all. We're going to hit them. Okay. And what we going to do? Quit them. All right. All right, Kettle, you're up first. What you got? Carnegie Mellon removes campus maps that excluded predominantly black neighborhoods. Here we go. In Pittsburgh, Carnegie Mellon University has issued an apology after a map um, used by the university to show the campus and the surrounding area omitted predominantly black neighborhoods. It was handed out to every new student at Carnegie Mellon University, published on the administration's website, and was also hanging on the wall in the um, university center until just a short time ago. The illustrated map shows the location of campus and surrounding neighborhoods, but something was missing. Um, Megan Schiller talked to one woman who said that um, she was so frustrated by the oversight that she decided to make her own map and print it <laughs> on a T-shirt. That's right. uh, as you can see, the white space is here. This is not quite what Pittsburgh looks like, said Ebony Thomas, pointing um, at the map published by Carnegie Mellon University, and that white spaces is where those black neighborhoods should be. Wow. Um, Mellon University used this map in many forms until recently when students posted about it on social media and demanded action. Thomas uh, does not work at the school or attend classes there, but she did something she calls a clap back. Okay. okay. As you can see, the white space is here. This is not quite like Pittsburgh looks like, she said, pointing at a, um, a map published by the Carnegie Mellon and that white space is where those black neighborhoods should be. Okay. They should be shaming themselves. They should be. This is in Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. We're going to put them on the kiss it list. Uh-huh. That's Carnegie Mellon University. I got them. Okay. Carnegie Mellon. Tricky. I've never heard of a university. 
first of all. I haven't either. Carnegie I've heard of Carnegie Mellon. It's like a big time yeah. university. I didn't realize they were in Pittsburgh, but I've heard of them. Oh, okay. I'm surprised they try to get tricky like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I think that the method across the whole globe of their people is to clean up everything that has to do with uh, people of color, get rid of it, erase all Yeah, they're trying to erase us. They're going to give new happen. students a map of the area and not show all the black communities. You're like, oh, yeah, we got this community, and over here is that community. and Let's say felt as if they were protected. A bunch of white spaces on the map. Like, oh, you don't worry about what's over there. That's crazy. You know, people going to ask if it's missing. Hmm. Well, what's here? Who lives here? But these are people who aren't from Pittsburgh. They don't know. That's what I'm saying. It that was. ain't right. Yeah. All right, we're going to hit them and quit them. What you got, Papa? I got... Um was ripping up a copy of uh, Trump's speech, Ill, uh, legal. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> illegal. I'm hearing him say that. Illegal. I mean, illegal. What, who cares? <laughs> so, who cares? Yeah. First of all, the way this man just the handshake with her mm-hmm. was so cold-blooded oh, and yeah. funny and funny. I mean, you when you still thinking slick stuff like that, that means you still got that inner-city mentality, Okay. You know, for Trump to be a man that has money, <clears throat> which could have show you he was born poor white trash. Mm-hmm. Okay, because anytime you still got the psych, the psych move in you, mm-hmm. you know, you say psych, psych. Right. Okay. <laughs> and he did that with with Pelosi. She reached her hand out to shake it, and he just like turned around and said, "Please." And you know, it's on camera. I mean, that to me, that was. That was cold-blooded. It was. That was cold-blooded. I mean, yeah. it was obvious, and, and yeah. he didn't even care. Mm-hmm. And, and it's at the point now where, man, if, if y'all letting this man get away with all this madness, boy, y'all some punk asses, man. And then stupid-ass Pence, excuse my language, but he's standing there like he ain't see nothing. He saw her on the corner of his eye. That guy yeah. is a wind-up robot. He's a character. He's a cartoon character. He's a Ken doll grandfather. Grandpa Ken doll. Everybody is. Mm-hmm. This this praising that's going on today is, is is scary because it just goes to show that there there's no uh, there's no United States. Another nope. country could right now bomb the hell out of us, mm-hmm. and we'll be our, our we'll be caught with our pants down around our ankles. It doesn't matter what day, any time of day. I mean, we're just not prepared. We're not prepared as a as a country. Yeah, I wouldn't even say as a people. We're not even gonna. We're not, as a country, we're not even connected. I agree. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just a... Hot mess. It is. Mm-hmm. So what are they saying? It's legal or it's illegal? No, the debate they gonna, was, was they it legal? Lock up it's not really about the day. They, they were saying, you know, it doesn't really matter. I mean, she did something. I mean, she got the last word, you know? And that's what it's about, you know? I knew ladies are famous for doing that, but she pulled it off this time for real. She got the last word on his ass. Yeah. You know, so. He couldn't stand it. Is that what it was? He well, that's all I can say. <laughs> he could have still, you know, did a little teeny uh, piece and threw it up like confetti at the end, something like that. I would have pulled out a big lighter and held it up in the air going, <laughs> <laughs> I might have been illegal. They might have taken her to jail for that. Yeah, open flame in the, ch- in the uh, yeah. Senate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, he just, just talking. Chicken. That's all. All right. What you got anything else on that, Papa? Um, not really. Just a bunch of rhetoric of debates going back and forth. 
<laughs> and things like that. But no, I don't think it's. Uh, so the bottom line is illegal. she's not going to jail for tearing that up. <laughs> no, not at all. She ain't going nowhere for doing that. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Okay. And I hope that she's not letting this man get any cut any for her skin. You know, just. I don't think just, so. Just treat him with your head, not with your heart. Don't get him in your heart. And she keeps saying to pray for him. She, I wouldn't pray for his ass. <laughs> you know, as Christians, we're supposed to pray for everybody. Yeah, okay. Well. Friend or foe. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Well, if you're done with that, I got some more Trump news. Oh, Lord. Not so much him, but his followers. Oh, Lord. His cult followers. This is coming out of, uh, you know, the whole situation that happened with the Iowa caucus, how they were having a hard time trying to get a, a count uh-huh. of who, you know, what the numbers were. Right. Come to find out oh. what had happened was. Come on, tell us. You had a bunch of right-wing backers of Trump who were flooding the caucus line, the hotline. They were calling, hanging up, calling you know, blocking their number and stuff. They were jamming up the lines. So they were freaking up the line where people that were the Democrats were supposed to be, you know, following. They were had a procedure. Right. So they had apparently posted it somewhere and told people, clog the lines. That's the mandate, clog the lines. So that's what was happening. Mm -hmm. So you had some participants who were urging people on on an Internet message board and telling people to clog the lines, and that started causing the app they were using to malfunction. Gotcha. And then they started having, it was like a domino effect. Right. Started having problems. So the volunteers that were supposed to record information, they were getting calls from these trolls mm-hmm. and uh, other people. They had been just tying up the lines, and they would hang up when the volunteers would answer. Mm-hmm. So it was just creating a whole ugly mess. Well, and I'm just really, I'm so disappointed because, for one, this is just a Democratic, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's not even a preliminary thing. It's just the the caucus. It's right. not even that serious, for real. Right. It's just a caucus. Are y'all that nervous that you feel like <laughs> yep. you got to run and do this kind of they stuff? They got to go cheat. Yeah, I'm like, that's it's essentially what you're doing. Got to cheat. This was for the Democrats to voice their opinion for which of these candidates right now, as of today, do you feel like you would get behind? Mm-hmm. That's all it was. They scared. Why you feel threatened? And I can't even say that this was something that Trump did. This was the people who worship and follow him and, you know, love mm-hmm. his last year's dirty draws. But who's it's saying it for the order? Well, see, we don't know. Mm-hmm. But the way some of these people are, like I've watched interviews on various shows, and they ask people and stuff, and they say things like, so you know that he did get a foreign country to interfere in the election. And people are like, okay. And they're like, you do understand that that's against the law? And they were like, uh, okay. (laughs) And they're like, is this concerning to you? And they were like, I don't care. I, I would vote for him again. People come right out and say, I don't care that he broke the law. I don't care that he does things that are illegal. I don't care. I'm going to vote for him again. That's just retarded. And that's why I'm saying I don't even think that it required him or his camp Mm -hmm. to get behind this stuff. But I'm just saying. Because these yahoos are so gung-ho 
that they get together amongst themselves right. and come up with these kind of idiotic schemes. Got to be ignorant. They don't know any better. Just ignorant. It, it's it's a wild. It's wild. Yeah. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. But all right, that's the hit it and quit it headline. I tried to get right off of it. It's hard. All right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, some foolishness going on. Well, let me lighten it up. I'm going to do the cocktail of the week, and then we're going to take a little CT after that. Okay. What you got for us tonight? It's called the night and day. Ooh. Night and day. I mm-hmm. like it. I like it. Put into a flute glass with an orange zest, orange zest twist. A half an ounce of Grand Marnier liqueur. Mm, Grand Marnier. A half an ounce of Italian red bitter liqueur. Mm-hmm. And just top it off with some brute champagne. You're good to go. Mm. That's a night and day. Tell me again now. In a flute glass with some orange zest twist. That's going to top it off. You got your half an ounce of Grand Marnier liqueur. Mm-hmm. Half an ounce of Italian red bitter liqueur. And you top it off with um, brute champagne. You don't have to shake nothing. You ain't got to do nothing. Just put in a flute glass. Ooh, la, la. Top it off like that. And it's called a night and day. Night and day. So can you drink it night and day? You sure can. All right. And I don't like cherries, but I would top this off with the cherry. Oh, that would make it real fancy. It sure would. Fancy. I like that. In a flute glass. That's a champagne glass. Right on. It's all slim one. Night and day. So enjoy. Night and day. Brought to you by DCHomegrown.com, our parent company. Uh, They sponsor the cocktail of the week, and we do appreciate that. Ah, that was a tasty one. Matter of fact, do we have those ingredients on the bar? I think we need to go and make a couple of those while we go to break. Okay. Is Mr. Lowe in the house, the bartender? Mm -hmm. Mr. Lowe. All right. Let's go find Mr. Lowe and get a couple of night and days. And then we're coming back with Papa Didi and what's popping. All right. All right. We'll be right back on the other side of the break. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show. And we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever? Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party Show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darlings. Bonsoir. Okay. I got my night and day. Mm-hmm. All right, night and day. Ooh-wee. All right, what you got for us tonight, Papa? Well, i tell you what. i tell Uh-oh. you what. Uh-oh. You know, the world is revealing itself just before our eyes, and if we can't see it, we are so damn blind, it's not even funny. 
you know, I mean, I think that if you get if you get some past time to do to, to do something, uh, you know, just go out and buy some Gil Scott Harum songs, some of his uh, spoken word songs. You know, like the Revolution Will Not Be Televised and uh, H2O Watergate Blues and things like that, and um, uh, and some of his songs. You know. Uh, Dollar nine, get a bottle of wine. Mm. Classic stuff, man. I mean, Gil Scott Harum was such an innovative dude that was so far ahead of his time when it came to. You're talking about um, uh, when you go to club and pay to see spoken word people. I think the king of spoken word was was Gil Scott Harum. This brother had stuff that uh, came out of his mouth that was unbelievable. And I think that 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 that's that has stopped in the world. We're all trying to be we're, we're getting along to get along, and there's all these different uh, companies and units that are shutting down people, and, and and you know every the Me Too movement and all these other little entities that are out there that are just shutting down people for doing anything. Nowadays, I don't even think that in a job market, I don't even think men is even flirting with women anymore in the job market. They ain't even, they ain't even fucking with them, so to speak. Excuse me, language. Excuse me, language. But don't, don't excuse it, because it's real. People go to work today, I mean, a woman could be in the office built like a brick shit house. okay? The man won't even flex. He won't even pay no rabbit-ass mind. He'll go outside and say it out loud to himself, but making a cat call and all that shit, those days are gone. Because people know that the, the traumatic uh, level of being fired is, is right there. But then, you know, that same woman could say some bullshit to you in the office and just get away with it, you know, smack you around inadvertently and get away with it because he's connected with the boss and giving his ass and talking to you like crap. And you sit there in the middle because you don't want to go retaliate back at this person because you know your job going to be in jeopardy, but you really want to deep down inside smack the shit out of her. But you let it go, you know, because you need a job, you know. Okay. So it's 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 um you know it's getting it's getting ugly, and and that on top of the race racial things that are that are affecting the people of color at the same time, where you can't flex because of the Me Too movement, but then you're getting beat up and chewed chewed up and spit out with the whole right wing situation going on. It's almost like you know you're you're walking. You got your hands in the air for eight hours. You ain't looking and touching nothing. You're just like, look, I'm just here to you know make my money and get up out of here. And that's the attitude with so many people. You know when they go to the job market, I'm just getting out of here. I'm just getting out of here. But then you got some people that are basking on the comfort, knowing that they have initiated stuff on the job and they're the bullies and getting away with it. And it's just it's like. It's just a mess. It's a mess, you know. And, and so, it, and, and like I said, with that coupled with with the racial stuff that the Trump administration doing, it's a long day for Black people. From the minute you get up to the minute you go to bed, it's a long fucking day in that job market. Going downtown, when you go to eat somewhere, whatever restaurant you go to for lunch, every day a Black person comes on with a story. Oh, let me tell you what happened when I went to the Southern Touch. 
Oh man, you would believe what this waiter did, this server did to me when I went to the such and such. You know, black folks got stories every day of somebody saying or doing some bullshit. And, it, and it's got to stop. You know, it's got to stop because it's getting old and it's getting ugly. And like I said, check out some Gil Scott Harum and uh, figure out how to handle that stuff. Okay. Anyway, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> All right, Bob, it's me. I like that. All right. Well, may I be permitted to uh, go right into I'm Just Saying? Sure, go right in. No, I'm from the Me Too movement. No. <laughs> you got something for Papa? You got something to come back with? You going to clap no, back at him? No, not at all. Right, see? Not you at all. Yeah, I'm on a see? whole nother page. You about no, to beat no, me no. down. Okay. You can't talk like that, damn it. It's 2020. Be okay. polite. Your asshole be polite. No, no. I'm yeah, on a whole nother page. All right. I want to talk about how long are we going to let uh, let the N-word mm. keep giving, keep what I want to say. Giving power? It's like the power, right. How long are we going to have let this word have power? Mm. You know, at some point, we need to just, like, let that go. Right. If somebody calls you the N-word, it's like at some point, you just have to be like, okay, and move on. It's right. like that's the best you got. Or come back at them or something. Right. Do something. Right. But don't just act like... Oh, my God, I got to fall out in the floor. I got to get my lawyer. We're going to do all this right. stuff. Right. It's a word. And I just feel like at this point, if it doesn't apply to you, there you go. don't let that thing take you down. Oh. The dictionary defines nigger as an uncouth person. You're black or white. It ain't about right. color. I'm sure not. So if you don't think that you are an uncouth person, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you got couth, then don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a situation where um, uh, an Uber driver, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember what state this was in. Oh, gosh, I can't remember now. Brother been driving for Uber for like four years. Mm-hmm. Picked up this white guy who wanted to get in the front. Mm-hmm. He said, no, sir, please get in the back seat. Because he had been groped by a drunk person once before okay. in the front seat. So since then, mm-hmm. he always, unless, you know, he had enough people. Right. But if it's one person, you need to get in the back. Right. The white man didn't want to get in the back. He mm-hmm. had a problem with that. So he was like, um, no. I, and the, the white man wasn't drunk or anything. Mm-hmm. He was trying to explain. He said, no, sir, I need you to ride in the back. white man didn't want to ride in the back. Mm-hmm. So the white man starts cursing, getting all irate talking about what's the problem? Is it because I'm white? And the Uber driver was being very respectful. Was he African-American? Yeah, the Uber driver was black. Okay. He had two cameras in his car, so mm-hmm. the whole thing was recorded. Mm-hmm. He said, no, sir. He never was disrespectful to this man, even though this man totally disrespected him. Right. He told him, no, sir. That's not the problem. Right. He said, I just need for you to ride in the back seat. Mm-hmm. So... The man was standing on the street at this point, mm-hmm. so the man had opened the front door. So he gonna slam the the front the front door. Mm-hmm. He's still cursing and whatnot. So then he said, um, "Well, just cancel it. I'll get a ride with some. I'll you know get another ride." Right. And the driver was like, "Okay, sir, that's fine." So then he went and got in the back seat or opened the back door. Got I think he took the ride, and then when he got out. He gonna call him a nigger, mm. and I was like, "Really? 
Are you serious? What's your problem? Right. You just pissed off because the brother told you to get in the back. Right. Is that the problem? Ooh, yeah. You didn't like the idea that a brother told your white behind yep. to get in the back. You're not sitting up in my front seat. Right. I'll drive you, but you can get in the back. Mm-hmm. Is that what the problem was? Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't. And he even asked him, is it because I'm white? The brother told him, no, sir. Mm-hmm. Called him sir. No, right. sir. That ain't the issue. Right. And I'm just saying, you know, it just every time I see something where people feel like that's like the ultimate insult. Right. It's like, I'm so angry, I'm going to call you nigger. Mm-hmm. Nigger, 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 nigger. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. What, you think I'm going to turn into a pillar of salt like Lot's wife? Right. I'm supposed to just melt, mm-hmm. fall apart? Are you kidding me? It's a word. That's all. And I'm just saying at some point, you know, I think we as black people mm-hmm. need to take our power back and just be like, okay, you want to call me that? Then I got a word for you. Okay. Either you can go that route or right. you can rise above it and just say, sir, I'm going to need you to step away from my car. All right. You know, and keep it moving. Right, yeah. Don't give the power back to the person who thinks that they are demeaning and degrading you. Right. It's a word. It can only degrade and demean if you allow it to. There you go. You said the key word. If you don't put any fuel in that rocket, it ain't going up in the air. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. That thing is a dud unless you put the fuel in it. You can light it all you want, but if you don't put fuel in that sucker, it ain't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is, you know, when it comes to the N-word, mm-hmm. I think it's up to us right. to, to to regain and retain our power. Mm-hmm. And for people who feel like they're doing something when they say it, mm-hmm. don't give them the satisfaction, yeah. even if it hurts you internally. Mm-hmm. You need to just be able to just kind of, as they say, suck it up. But I'm tired of this stuff of being like, oh, my God, I can't believe you called me that. Oh, my feelings are so hurt. Man, bump that. My feelings aren't hurt. You could have just as well called me a sofa. I don't care. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a word. Like you said, you can come back at him. Time gets you don't even know what. I, yeah, I'm saying you can either take the high road or you right. can take the low road. Right. But, but the, this thing of curling up in a fetal position, right. that stuff needs to stop. Right. But I, I think it's... um. I'm sorry, it was a good one, uh, red one. Oh, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to get off my, my rant. Box. Okay, but you know what? My thing is, is, I think it's the older people that have a problem with it because Oprah and um, Jay-Z was talking uh, one time. She interviewed Jay-Z, and she's like, what is this thing with the N-word? Mm-hmm. And he tried to break it down and explain it to her. It's like because in his generation, yeah, this is what we use right. to express ourselves and how we felt. You know, it's it's not a derogatory thing. Right. It's 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 just how we express ourselves. So I mean, I get it. I get it because mm-hmm. as far as the older generation, mm-hmm. because it meant something different. Right. It felt different. Right. Right. To them. It was, it was yeah. I guess it's the difference of like somebody shooting you versus somebody slapping you versus somebody hitting you. You know, just different degrees. Right, right. Because sometimes people can say something and you, you react to it or it feels different to right. you. Right, oh sure. And I completely get that. Right. 
But I'm just saying as a people, I right. think we all need to try to balance that thing out and right. all get to the same level to where it just feels like a little pinch right. or a poke. Mm. That's what it is. It needs to just be like a poke. Like somebody just bumped into you like you walking down the street, bump. Right. oh, sorry. And keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you know, but you can't just change. be ready to fight every time somebody says that. Right. We shouldn't have to call Jesse Jackson and do all of this. You know, it's like, come on, y'all. Yeah, get get over it. Yeah. Can, can, can we just move on? Can we just all get along? Yeah, Rodney get along. King said. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Woo. I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting that what he said resonates to now. Yeah, people. I see people say it all the time. Just get along. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. And I mean, like, really, literally, let's just get along. Move yeah. along. Yeah. You know, as they say, when people crowd around the cops, say, "You move along. Nothing right. to see here." Right. Right. It's nothing to see. That, that's what we need to do. Move along. It's nothing to see here. I, I never was a one person to to do that. If you, if I see a rumble getting start. I'm going the opposite way. Cause I don't, exactly. Because gun and knife and all that don't have no names. I don't need to see who got hit, who got their hair I look pulled. On local, local None news. of that. Check it on local news. I'm like, oh, they look like they're about to fight. Let me go the opposite way, and I'm I'm going to vacate the premises. And people run to it. Call me what you will, but I'm going to get out alive. Right. <laughs> I can see it on news. I don't need to I see ain't messing it. with it. <laughs> But okay, so we're going to lighten it up a little bit, or we're going to do what you want to do? Oh, let's see. Yeah, we got a little time. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with uh, the weirdo news All right. on the Pajama Party Show. You're in the right place at the right time. It's the Pajama Party, www.apajamaparty.com, produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Don't just sit there yelling at the air. You've got an opinion? We want to hear it, too. Dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. Don't let us have all the fun by ourselves. We've got room for you at the pajama party. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Operators are standing by. Well, they're lounging on pillows, but they're waiting for your calls. So call us now. 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Oh, you want to throw pillows? All right, welcome back to the pajama party. I'm one of your Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Help me. All right. Um, Help me. Where were we? Weird news. Okay. Yeah, it's gotten real weird. What we got here? (laughs) Package labeled bag full of drugs leads to Florida arrest. Okay, how stupid is that? This is in Miami. Two men charged with drug trafficking could have done a better job hiding their wares than using a package um, labeled bag full of drugs. <laughs> um, Ian Simmons, put them on a kiss list, and Joshua Reinhardt, both 34, were pulled over in Santa Rosa County on Saturday after a trooper Clocked them going 95 miles an hour <laughs> on Interstate 10 on the state's panhandle. This is according to a um, ho- uh, highway patrol arrest report. report. The trooper fly. determined that Reinhardt was the subject of an active felony warrant 
for violation of probation in Orange County. He requested backup. A Santa Rosa County Sheriff's deputy arrived to assist, and a canine alerted to the presence of contraband in the vehicle. The arrest report said authorities found approximately 75 grams of methamphetamine, 1.36 kilograms of um, date rate drug, and one gram of cocaine, 3.6 grams of fentanyl, and 15 MDMA uh, tablets and um, drug paraphernalia. Both men were taken into custody and taken to jail. <laughs> they are charged with trafficking in um, metamphetamine uh, and the GHB, three counts of possession of a controlled substance and possession of drug paraphernalia. Uh, uh, it said, note to self, do not traffic your illegal narcotics in bags labeled bag full of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Our canines can read. Jail oh records did not say whether the men had attorneys who could comment. Wow. Yeah. Real dumb. Bag full of drugs, really? They they, they need to go to jail because they're stupid. Yeah, I was going to say they should just go to jail for being stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I got another crazy one for you. A Japanese firm holds bizarre funerals for sex dolls with a porn star officiating the funeral. Come on. Oh, it's off the chain. Uh, A Japanese firm has started holding funerals for unwanted sex dolls. (laughs) Dolls? Yeah, sex dolls. Unwanted sex dolls. They'll hold a funeral for you for up to $812 when you convert the currency. $812 a pop. The services are officiated by a porn star uh, named Ray Kato before the life-size dolls are destroyed in a machine and disposed of. But those who don't want their dearly departed to be shredded can buy the most expensive funeral plan, which allows them to watch as the doll is taken apart piece by piece. What kind of crazy stuff? What the hell? Photos. Oh, my gosh. Photos posted on the company's website show young or childlike female dolls completely surrounded by or holding flowers. It turned out there was a demand for such a thing. An online survey found that men who were replacing or getting rid of broken or used sex dolls, wanted a formal goodbye because they considered it to be a personal loss. Them gentlemen, they crazy. Something wrong with He's them. a Japanese. Okay, Japanese. They said there have been a few cases where the dolls have ended up with normal rubbish, like out in the regular trash, and it caused a scare by passers-by thinking they were seeing murder victims out in a dumpster. Because some of these things do look human. Uh, A number of shrines and temples were already holding funeral-like services. An estimated more than 2,000 dolls are sold in China every year. Japan's human love doll company is now looking to cash in with three funeral packages ranging from $258 is the low end. Each plan comes with a certificate and a commemorative photo and a video of the funeral of the sex doll. So for $451, the doll is given its own funeral service, 
And at $812, which is the most expensive package, they call it the Doll Angel Funeral Plan. And it allows the owner to accompany the doll to a processing facility after the service where they dismantle the doll in front of the owner and instead of, oh, and then they spare them the machine that would normally destroy it. This this is crazy. I see. This is beyond weird. Their mentality over there is, is, is crazy. It's a doll. I don't care how human it looks. It's girl, a doll. They, they got an attachment of dolls. Like, girl, but to spend $800 for a funeral service for a sex doll? They've had sex with a doll for a long time, I guess. And they, I mean, I understand there may be some, I attachment, guess, attachment. attachment yeah. in more ways than one. But to pay $812 to go through a funeral service? Yes, they got the money over there. I don't know what they do. Oh, boy. They're doing some retarded stuff over there. You know what? Uh, Papa, where is Papa Didi? I'm right here. I'm going to go to you next, Papa Didi. This, this is just too bizarre. Yeah. But they've been banging that sex doll for a long time. But to spend this kind of money for a funeral for one? Be surprised. If you yeah. if you've worn the thing out, why don't you just <laughs> dump it? Put it in a, a contracted black bag and throw it in the it's trash. A mind thing. They need a ceremony and some more stuff. It's a mind thing. Ooh. Yeah, they feel like they've been banging that sex doll. And they feel like that doll needs a proper burial. Yeah. But how do they know when the doll is dead? I don't understand that. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. I, you just answered your own question when they wore the doll out. They can't go How no do more. you know? What, when their tongue is hanging out or oh, something? Oh, Lord, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds freaky to me. And where does this happen at? In this is in Japan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what you it's got over there, Pop? It's a doll. What it you must got be some there? major sex dolls. Uh, <laughs> let me see. We're uh, what are we on? Weird news. Yeah. Uh, the sex dolls. Yeah. 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 We got funerals okay. for sex dolls. All right. Here's some more weird news. Uh, Erica Badu. Damn. Oh, I love Erica. She plans to sell incense that smells like her vagina. Oh boy. Now, what's up with that? That, oh, that? You heard it first. Here on the pajama party show. Uh, I need to put her on the Erica Badu is planning to sell incense that smells like her vagina. Now, I'm trying to figure out where is she going? Is she going to extract this flavor <laughs> from her body? Is she going to like? Oh good. Is she going to bottle this stuff like uh, oh, like oh. vanilla abstract or, or something to that effect? Ooh, All right. Well, here's the story. Surveys like this attempting to market a line of incense mm. in it. Like one's uh, private parts may or may not be a bad ideal, but it's ideal for Erica Badu. Rhythm Bruce singer Erica Badu told Ten Magazine that uh, when her new online store, uh, Badu World Market, launched on uh, February 20th, well, when it launches on February 20th, one of the items will be uh, closer to her than others. Mm-hmm. Her personal brand of incense that she claims smells like her superpower, as she puts it. Okay? Oh, her superpower? Mm-hmm. And okay. she subtly names it Bada uh, Bada Pussy. Bada. Oh, Badu? Badu. Yeah, Badu's <laughs> Pussy is the name really? of the name of the brand. Of it. And she thinks right, that's yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, all right. surprised. 
And she okay. quote quote she says, uh, I took lots of pairs of my panties, cut oh. them up into little pieces, oh my god, and burnt them. Okay, she told she told the publication. <laughs> even even weird. even the, she said even the ash is part of it when she abstracts the smell Ooh. from her panties as she wears them. Apparently, the intimate scented the intimate scented incense. Mm-hmm. Would just be a first edition since Baidu claims she now no longer wears underwear. So do we need to know that? Okay. It goes on to say that Baidu is the second celebrity in recent weeks that's uh, trying to market a private parts perfume product. As you know, Gwyneth Paltry. Is that how you pronounce her name? Gwyneth Paltry. Gwyneth Paltry. She's also really? selling Senate candles. That apparently smells Stop like it. her vagina. Oh my God! So I don't know Stop what, it! I don't know what, what people. What is wrong with these people? Is this, is this coming from that movie Boomerang? When Strong J said that oh. they didn't know what sex smelled like, and she took her panties off oh and put them in that man's face. Maybe. Is that where really, well, really where coming from? Where is that coming from? Ooh, mm. oh, okay. What is what is like instigating? If you guys have any the JJ jokes or anything like that or Ooh. stories, hit us up tonight nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six. Or if you had purchased any of these products, well, everybody do is not out. Well, there. yeah, but Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. If yeah. you have one of Gwyneth Paltrow's for JJ candles, please call us. Wow, that's unbelievable. All right. Oh my goodness. Well, since I jumped the gun and did my I'm just saying out of order, and I apologize, I got carried away. I bet you did. Yeah, when them dolls over there or something. No, indeed. (laughs) You won't find that mess around me. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll jump right on it. I'll just go ahead and do my thing. Papa, he's busy doing something, so. Yeah, we'll get back with Living for the City. We'll go straight to uh, the Hollywood wrap-up. Sure. Okay, let's do it then. You want to take a break first or you going to oh, go right into it? Oh, I'm good. I'm ready. Good. Okay. Uh, Kim Kardashian, she has this regret. That's interesting. That's we want. He has a good segue from uh, the JJ to this. Her regrets are, um, as for her latest, this time involves her skims. She has a new... Shapewear line out And the lack of one very particular feature She said when asked by the New York Times If um, she had um, made any mistakes When introducing skims She introduced in September She said they sold out She has them in Nordstrom's and some other stores The mogul and and reality star noted She wouldn't say Mistake before mentioning The pee hole thing what? The fans who are a bit lost, back in September, the mom of four revealed the t- Tonight Show that she had been debating on the time whether some of the shapewear needed a pee hole. However, by the uh, by that point, the star had already launched the line, and, and all these months later, she hasn't forgotten about it. So instead of taking all this, the whole one piece off, Oh, okay. She wanted to put the pee hole. Wow. She said, I wish we launched shape hair with a pee hole. For the people who don't want to take it all off, then, you know, you got the pee hole, you know. It used to be like a little, 
It could have been Velcro or it could have been um, the little snappy. Right. Yeah, I remember uh-huh. body shirts. Well, that was a body shirt. Right. Safe wear, you're not going to get snapped. Right. So it could have been Velcro. It could have been, I don't know what it could have been. But uh, she says she has sold out Nordstrom's and everything. They love it. But so apparently people weren't missing it. It's no. sold out like that. No, I guess you just hold your pee. <laughs> or you, you do other things. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> So I guess her next line, she's going to have the little pee hole. So, yeah. Okay. Oscars, Oscars, Oscars. They are coming on Sunday. Um, 2020 nominations announced for all 24 Oscar categories took place in two parts. It was a live presentation on January 13th. Um, Actor and producer John Cho and um, actor, writer, producer Issa Rae. She's doing her thing. Hosted the two-part live presentation from approximately, uh, what, 5.18 a.m. Oh, Lord, that was PT time. Good grief. Approximately 5.41 a.m. Oh, Lord, I can do it. And people say they do get up and do those things. Um, Oscar 2020s is going to come on this Sunday, February 9th. Of course, it's at the famous Dolby Center, Hollywood and Highline Center. Um... It's going to be aired at 6.30 p.m. That's 3.30 their time. What? Oscar live on the red carpet. Oh, that starts at 6.30. Because it's probably not going to come on until 8. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. And um, the Joker, they got quite a bit of nominations. I'm not sure how many, but we can go back. We can go into it next week. But mm-hmm. they have a lot of nods and stuff for the Joker. Yeah. So you think it's, yeah, it'll win. I was going to say, do you think it's going to win? I'm quite sure. It'll win. Yeah. So Oscars, I mean, hashtag Oscars so white. Mm. Yeah, it'll win. So we'll see. Um, also, one last note, Kirk Douglas, um, he was honored at a private funeral service in Los Angeles. We lost him. He was 103. His wife was 100 years old. Um, gee. Michael Douglas, one of his sons, was he's 75. Like, okay. And Catherine Zeta Jones, she's fifty, so twenty five year part. I didn't I knew it was a big Wait a minute, fan. She's only fifty? She's only fifty. I thought she was older than that. I did too. Mm. Okay. Um, they said people like um famed director Steven Spielberg, he's seventy three, really. He was spotted there and um I'm quite sure a array of other uh actors and things. Yep. Hundred and three. He's still, he was still rocking and rolling. I didn't realize his wife was still living. She was. I didn't either. I never hear mention of her. I don't either. Yep. But he has two other brothers, Joel and Peter. Mm. I didn't know about them either. Mm. I just knew Michael. Everybody knows Michael. <laughs> yep. All right, but it's a private funeral. You know, that's how sometimes that's what they do. They don't want that. You know, all that. Yeah, all the hoopla. Yeah, you know. Private. Yeah, gotta respect that. Yep, that's my Hollywood rapper. All right, thank you, Kevin. All right. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, what we're talking about, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1 to get in the queue. All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Papa Didi and Living for the City. Is that right? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, we'll be right back. Looking for a new cocktail? 
to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. Hi, welcome back to the John Party. I'm one of your host, Papa D. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. Um, well, uh, this segment here is called Living for the City. Now, I'm just going to reiterate on what I said earlier concerning um, the things going on today. We we really have to be aware of what's going on. I mean, if you would have saw the little press conference that the president held, when he was honoring all the people, what, what gets me is that the the networks was holding it as uh, as national news, like it was a press conference or something. And all he was doing was praising people that stuck, stood up for him, mm-hmm. naming them out one by one. And this lasted for over an hour, I guess. And it's just going to show you that all the people that, that uh, stick up for him and talk for him, that's what they look for is that big data boy at the end of the day from him. And it's almost like he's a leader of of the whole clan situation. And mm-hmm. and they're all sitting back like puppets wanting to be padded, padded like puppy dogs. Yeah, like good boy. Who's a good boy? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. he talked about Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan, the one that doesn't wear a... Uh, the jacket, you know, Solis, uh, and talk, you know, just he went name by name, and the network sat up there and and, and filmed it t- for an hour and a half. Oh lord, I was like, are you kidding me? We, we're sitting up here watching this, and every channel, I, I just turn, end up turning ESPN. I said, you know, let me just go go off the beaten path. But it's just going to show you that the the gathering of the troops like that is just is unbelievable. I mean. The way things are starting to gather together on on um, the the erasing of any kind of history that was put together by people of color, it's just it's real. It's right in front of you. And then to give Russ Limbaugh a medal of a medal of freedom. That's a joke. And this man sat up there and just did racist talk shows for years, and you're going to honor him at at the uh, State of the Union, which is a you know, a, a thing where you talk about what's going on with the world, and you honor, and, and people just sit here clapping and applauding the fact that you're giving a straight-up racist a medal of freedom, who sat back on that microphone for years and just talked about everybody horribly. It was, mm, I don't know. The wagons are being circled. And if you don't see it, then your ass is blind. Like I can tell you, you need to get you some Gil Scott Harum material. Gil Scott. Aaron. This brother, God rest his soul, he's passed now. But some of the, when he did H2O Watergate Blues, where he did a spoken word on the Watergate scandal, 
and just all the things he talked about, you know, um, just it's just unbelievable. He was so far ahead of his time, you know. Just he's just one example of the, the many, the many people out there that spoke on um, different things, you know. Uh, the brother Dyson, the uh, the author. Oh yeah, Eric Dyson. Eric Dyson. I mean, these are these are innovative, That's a deep brother right there. innovative people that that put it down for, for sure. Because you have to come back with education. You know, you have to come back with knowledge. You know, you can't come back with with uh, rebuttal or like you're trying to compete with them. You have to stand stronger than they do. You know, you have to come back with, I'm here standing strong. You know, I'm here standing for realism. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm standing here because I'm. Connected to real life, you know, there's real blood running through me, and the things I do and the things I say, I, I keep it real and keep it right because some of you out there now that are that are playing the game or, or that are running the game, it's just it's amazing and how we're being shanghaied by different things and what we put up with and what we have to deal with, it's just it's amazing, you know. I just it, it saddens me, it really does, and, and that whole hour and a half press conference and all the stuff going on between him and uh, the Speaker of the House and, and they just carrying on with this the way he dissed her and didn't shake her hand in front of the world. You that know, was so she, juvenile. She reached out to shake his hand and he just like turns around and like says the hell with you and on national TV. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I'm, just, I'm trying to figure out what Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's, mm. and what's so interesting though, and I'll close out with this here. A lot of people, Trump is showing the true colors of what what some one, what some white folks really are, just who what they represent from the beginning. You know, it's always been black folks has always been blamed for stuff with the anticipation of what we are perceived to as opposed to have done. When we go in Macy's, we're we're the ones being followed because. We're the ones that are perceived going to go in there and shoplift. But the whole time, you know, other people are doing it, knowing we're going to be blamed. You go somewhere and you see something missing and say, wow, why is this about? Well, people come in stealing. You know how they are. And people thinking the first thing coming to your mind is black people because that's what's been, you know, generated in people's mind that the blacks are going to be the thieves. So if, if blacks are going to be blamed for it, for you to be a Caucasian and go in there and steal, wouldn't that be apropos? Because someone else is going to be blamed. So why don't you go in there and do it? Mm-hmm. I mean, a little old lady from Alcatraz, you know, she she'll walk in there and and steal mm-hmm. all day, and they'll blame the, the kids. And it's just um, and this has been going on for years and years mm-hmm. and years and years. But what's happening right now is that Trump is finally bringing things full circle. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, like I always say, the white folks theory of life is the one who has the most toys wins and Trump is the one they feel has the most toys because they're always searching for the great white hope Mm -hmm. that's their thing who is the great white hope who can beat the heavyweight champion of the world who can Mm -hmm. beat Mike Tyson nobody who can beat Michael Jordan nobody you know what I mean who could beat Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant nobody you know and it's not the fact that they're that the blacks are so dominant it's that they put their work in you know, I mean, LeBron James is not a joke. The brother just puts his work in. And and it's just, it gets to the point now where we're seeing Trump is trying his best to dismantle everything. I'm just so blessed that Brock came along first. Yes, indeed. I'm, I'm just glad that Brock came along with a legitimate brown-skinned black woman, okay, and, and, and two straight-up children that were, were his kids 
from his wife, period, you know. I mean, not that you got to have the perfect family, the perfect life, but at least he showed that that's possible. Right. Now you got Trump sitting there. Well, how many babies? He baby, had a legitimate life. Legitimate how many baby family. mamas does Trump have? Three. Three baby mamas. That we know of. That we know of, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and now he's got all this going on, all this, but he's walking proud mm-hmm. despite his situation. This man got Marlon Maples. He's got his current wife. He's got his first wife. Three kids by them, two kids by them. And all kids by different women. Yeah, and everybody's just... Now, if a black man would have came in the office like that... Oh. It would tore him apart. Are you kidding me? Well, I'll give me president. Damn, he's got three... He's got six kids by three different women. Blah, 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 blah. But Trump walked in and doesn't. He holds his head up proud as hell. (laughs) And dare you to say something. So just go to show that, you know, the, 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 the blunt... The brunt casualness of, you know, shows whose life is really fucked up real deep down inside, you know. Who really got some stuff with them? It's obvious, you know. So when you live your life, man, just live it for who you are. Stay strong in your own spot, I always say, you know. Don't, don't even worry about who's doing what anywhere else. And, and knowledge is power. Whatever you do in your life, on your job, whatever you do in your life, just try to get the most out of all of it, man. Keep your knowledge strong, because always remember, knowledge is power. It doesn't matter whether you are a sanitation worker or shiny shoes or whatever you're doing for a living. Get that knowledge, man. Be the best at what you can be, because when you got that knowledge, man, now people need you. You don't really need them in some respect. You know? right. Anyway, I'm going to just I'm, I'm gonna take it from there, so I'll turn it over to... Uh, Get off your soapbox. Let right. me get off my soapbox. Yeah, we can <laughs> see y'all taking my lunch. <laughs> anyway, right. if you got any questions or comments on what we say here, uh, give us a call at uh, what's the number? Nine one four eight zero three four three zero six. That's right. And if you're press already one. listening, there just press one and you'll be put in the queue, <laughs> and you can speak in business. The rules of the pajama party is there's no rules. Talk about what you want to talk hey. about. If we talking about Erica Badu's vagina smell, then hell. Hey, the only rule is that it's PJs only. No clothes yeah, allowed. PJs only. <laughs> All right. Hey, we got a special treat for you tonight. Uh, there's a piece that a group of people put together. I don't know all the artists. I know it was someone, Jadena, Janelle Monet, I think a few other artists. But basically, it was a acknowledgement of a lot of people who have died at the hands of police. Uh, It's called, um, I think it's actually called, what, I'm trying to get the name of it right. What the, what the, what the hell, let me see, what the hell talking about, something like that. But they say, say it, say his name. So I'll just call it, say his name. But we want to play that for you because I don't know if everybody's heard it, but uh, this thing is deep because they really call out a lot of people's names. So uh, give this a listen. Say what?
All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One of your hosts, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Um, Swad, darling. All right, that was just a touch of uh, that particular... Uh, say his name. Say his name. All mm-hmm. the people that are taken away from us in the hands of uh, Trigger Happy Police. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shout out to them. Yes, indeed. Sandra Bland. Boy. I know that was your girl. Sandra Bland was my hero. She stood up to that cop so strong, so beautiful, man. And all you can do is just kill the sister? Damn. What the hell is that? What is that, an easy out to cure your fucking embarrassment? Anyway. Nope. So. Yeah. I uh, go back to Walter Scott. I'm like, really? Yeah, Walter that Scott. That was just selling loose cigarettes. No, not Walter. Walter Scott was the one that got shot when he was running away. Oh, wait. Away. Who was the uh, loose cigarettes in Long Island? I forgot to go. Luke, 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 that was, uh, man, the brother's name. Yeah, they, they just said it. They yeah. Said it, uh, but that brother. That's ridiculous to lose your life over something that stupid. Well, the crowd of people watching. They put the chokehold on Eric Garner. Eric that Garner. was Eric Garner. Well, the crowd of people watching, too, and that that, that was just sad. Uh, and like I said, whenever it's got to do with black folks, it becomes a sport. It becomes a sport. Let's watch the black man die in front of everybody because it becomes a sport, which is no less than lynching or, or anything else. It's it just, you know, modern day, modern day lynching. Because, and people have the, the mindset to look at that because they've been programmed to look at that and make sense of it. But, um, you know. Well, speaking of who we want to tell to kiss it. Can you tell folks about the Kiss It list? Well, the Kiss It list is the list we put together for everybody that showed their butt hiney over the last week or so. Um, doing a bunch of stuff that's rude, disrespectful, um, not not apropos to the world's uh, regular order of life. Uh, first person go pill in there is Donald Trump, as we know, 45. And, and you know, yeah. we say Trump, We're not, and, and me being from Philly, Trump is not new to me. A lot of people praise Trump. Because he's new He's some type of new great white hope But I've been knowing Trump since back in the day When the NFL didn't let his ass get a football team That's what pissed them off from the beginning They wouldn't let him in that game So they wouldn't let him be part of that real white billionaire society So he got pissed off at that So then he decided to get some uh, hotels down Atlantic City And put that together But putting a bunch of people out of their homes and all So he goes back he, you know, he's, he's been full of crap for years So Anyway, Trump, and we put all those Republicans that uh, that he yeah. praised for going to a trial that's supposed to be a legitimate trial. Instead of bringing witnesses in, these people, man, I wish I can, when I have to go to trial, I wish that my, my witnesses could be, you know, not let in, and yeah. I can I can get off that case no like witnesses. that. No, we don't need that. No Just witnesses, nobody speak on anything. People speaking all for you. My goodness, who who gets a trial like that? That's not even a trial. I mean, it, it's unbelievable the way that process took place, and America just accepted it. Yeah. I mean, this man is being hailed as a complete dictator, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's going to be hard to beat him because they're already rigging the election. I mean, mm-hmm. and the Democrats, yeah. instead of pulling together and trying to win, they they're just fighting amongst themselves when they get around to realize that the main purpose is to take him out instead of doing all the other crap. But anyway, um, like I said, on the kissing list, we have... um, I have Carnegie Mellon University. Definitely. Yeah. We're excluding the black Um, communities off of the area map. Right. Um, Wow. We already said Trump. That's some bull crap. Lizzie Pence. 
Um, I am in Simons. Simmons. Yeah, Simmons and Reinhardt. Right, Joshua Simmons. Uh, Reinhardt. Stupid enough to put their drugs in bags that were marked bags full of drugs. And the um, Japanese men about the dolls. Yeah, the sex drugs, funeral people. <laughs> also, I gotta, I, as much as I love her, I gotta put Erica Badu on there. I'm like, really? Vagina scented incense? I'm like, come on now. Mm. Just the name, like you were saying the N word. That's all. Whatever. She don't but she talk about how she cut up her panties and that's burn them up and she trying to do the same. That's all. I'm just saying, I got to put you on the kissing list. I'm like, you. you but how's it going to smell? Like fresh out of the shower <laughs> or after a day's no. work? I, that's why I'm just saying what I did. That's what we do today. Are we capturing the scent? Yeah, you might have it, three kinds: uh, six a.m., right. twelve noon, and yeah, early morning, midday, <laughs> late at night, oh, after the fat. Uh, I don't know. No, she ate a girl. I don't know. Who else you got? Um, uh, Rush Limbaugh. Yes. Yeah, we need to give that back. Yeah. And you know, I I can't really put people on the kissing list per se, but this whole thing around Gail King and the death threats. Because of the way that CBS posted that video clip with her interview with uh, Lisa Leslie and people coming at her and all this kind of stuff, I, I don't know who to point at if it's CBS or whatever. But well, you have to whoever point. Whoever screwed that up? You have to point. First of all, CBS is telling them what to say. Yep. They're, yep. they're not. Gail King that. is just a facilitator right. of the communication. Well, I'm saying I don't know, you know who specifically did it, but whoever was CBS and messing that up at CBS, you're in a kiss. Also, we got the people who were trolling the situation up in Iowa with the Democratic caucuses. All of those yahoos that got together and screwed up. Yeah, they destroyed that. They destroyed that. Destroyed all that situation. Of course. Y'all need to really. And then then the Republicans sit back and laugh at it, knowing Mm -hmm. that they spent millions to just mash that up. Yeah. Completely. Now they're sitting back saying, "Well, they can't even get it together." We really can't get together. You guys rigged it. And not only the fact that they rigged it, Don't but just gotta money talks. Up. Money talks, and they paid somebody off to just to just mangle that. Believe me, it don't take a lot of money nowadays. I mean, no. that goes all the way back to prostitution. I mean, you know, come on. Money will, will pull it. I don't even go there. Anyway, is that everybody? That's everybody I have. Yeah, we have tonight. We, well, we didn't say Roger Goodell. I guess I'm not mad at him this week. Yeah. Now that the season's over. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we have a prize for everybody on the kisses list. Kiss my empire. Kiss my empire.
All right, that's my. Uh, that's your kissing list. Yeah, that's that's my kissing list. No, that's that our kissing. <laughs> well, Kevin and Rare Bond, they work for me. Oh so, Lord. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's a mess. I saved them both. Kettle was cleaning, cleaning, cleaning toilet stalls back oh, in the. Oh Lord. And and. Uh, anyway, it's time for the last word. So. Let's shift gears. Papa Didi, what's your last word for tonight? My last word is uh, uh, stay woke, you know. Stay woke, you know. Just be safe out there. Watch yourself, you know. If you get pulled over by the police, you know, give them what they want. Let them do the talking. Just follow their lead, you know. The the, the quicker you can get away from that scene, the better. Don't make it hostile, you know. Admit what you ain't got. If you ain't got insurance, admit it. If you ain't got a driver's license, admit it. You know what I mean? Don't let them find out because they're going to take your stuff back to the car. And when they run you, they're going to know what you don't have. So anyway, you know, just uh, be cool, you know. I know know it's hard. When them lights flash behind you as a person of color, boy, we just get, it's in our DNA. You know, we just get the trickle down effect. So just be cool, be careful. Right. No. You know, I'm kind of feeling that passive resistance on that. Oh, they say whatever you say can and will be held against you. So I'm kind of feeling like I'm not saying anything. Yeah, I'm not choice. giving them anything. Well, they ask you a question, you're not going to say nothing. Nothing. Okay. I'm going to sit there with my hands on the steering wheel. I'm straight <laughs> ahead. Yeah, okay. She'll be, she'll be in the okay. song next year. Say my name, Red Wine. Say my name, Red Wine. Oh, okay. What's your last word, real? Anyway, my last word is uh, Happy Black History Month. You know, it's a shame that we only get 28 this year, 29 days to celebrate the accomplishments of uh, black folks in America. But I think we need to just make the most of the days that we get. It ought to be, well, you know, those of us that are woke, as Papa Didi said, we celebrated 365. So let's just continue to keep those things in the forefront of our mind. You know, don't ever feel like you're less than because people who have gone on before us have accomplished things that were like, you know, things that you didn't think could ever be done. And made it easy. And they have done so much. Made it easy. And so let's never forget the things that people have accomplished, our people have accomplished. You know, and we can do even more. So let us not forget that. This next generation needs to rise up, raise up, and get up, and let's get it done. All right. Over to you, Kev. That's a T-shirt. I like that. That's a T-shirt. Yeah, that's and a T-shirt. Got to get the, these young folks out here. Um, I see a lot of campaigns. They're talking about vote, vote, vote. Um, they're really running that. So, you know, people can make a difference. Even though I already think it's already rigged, but that's just my opinion. But, you know, it's just a process of going out there and vote. I don't care. You vote on your phone, go in person, stand in line, um, um, what's the um, absentee ballot. But um, if you're old enough to vote, do it because it symbolizes uh, a great deal. The people that came before us, you know, they had to fight for us to vote. So at least make that some of them died. For right. The vote. Make your make your name present. You know, as far as you voting, so that's important. All right, that's it. That's my last word. All right. Well, I do want to say thank you again to DC Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company, for keeping us on the air. We do appreciate you. We love you so much. 
Thank you so very much. You're so kind. Uh, we just want to uh, get thank everybody. But damn, <laughs> ah, appreciative. Yeah, you kissing ass. Um, anyway. Oh, so Trump showed me how. Oh, anyway, oh. <laughs> just want to say thanks to them and uh, thank you all of our listeners for mm-hmm. hanging out with us. Uh, please visit our website. Check us out. We have previous episodes you can listen to. If you missed anything live, you can always check it out on the rewind. So uh, do that and tell a friend. Send the link out, share it with somebody who needs some information, enlightenment, and entertainment. Right. That's what we do. Don't forget that uh, cocktail of the week, the night and day. There it is. It'll be on our website. Night and day. We're going to do that. All right. And we have previous. We have an entire library of the cocktail of the week. So if you're entertaining, doing something, inviting people over, and you're not sure what to serve, Go to apajamaparty.com, click on Cocktail of the Week, and they're all listed alphabetically with a picture and a recipe. They'll figure it out, Rewind. Everything. <laughs> They'll figure it out. Mm. You know. I'm just saying, we got it all right there for I'm you. Just saying, okay. All right, all right. So we're going to get on out of here, and we'll do it again next Friday night. Happy Black History Month. Uh, say good night, Papa. Good night. That's it. Good night. <laughs> good. Okay. All right, say goodnight, Kim. Goodnight, everybody. And this is Red Wine wishing you bonsoir. Good night. Au revoir. Adios. Uh-huh. Until next Friday night when we do it again. Uh, again, that's apajamaparty.com. You can check us out there. Uh, I guess that's it. Uh-huh. Say goodnight, Red Wine. Okay. All right. Good night. See you next Friday. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Good